Hello beautiful people and welcome to the Have Some Hope podcast. I am your host Jay Dua. You may know me from my music. However, the purpose of this podcast is to encourage self-development, get you thinking more about your emotional wellness and establishing your relationship with Jesus. I believe that through open communication, we are one step towards healing and becoming better versions of ourselves. Although some conversations may pull on your heartstrings, I do believe that's what happens before transformation. So join me every Friday as we walk through each episode one step at a time. Hello, hello, hello friends and welcome back to a brand new episode of Have Some Hope. I am your host Jay Dua and I'm so glad you are joining me today. I know I've been MIA and I've literally been missing for like a few weeks, but honestly, I just needed to rest. You know, I think um, doing episodes and doing them weekly is not for the faint hearted. Life can most definitely get in the way. And I do have a nine to five aside from this. So I do have other work commitments. However, of course, um, I do miss doing my podcast. I do miss this a lot. So of course you guys deserve an episode. So to give a bit of black context to this episode, I want to kind of talk about something that has happened um, over these last few weeks. And it's that one of my close friends, somebody I would consider very, very close to me, um, they no longer communicate with me the same. Um, and this has been happening since January. Um, and I've just come to the, come to terms with the fact that I have to accept that they no longer want that friendship that we had before. Um, just a bit of like a backstory. They asked me to do something, but what they were asking me to do would have gotten me in a lot of trouble. Um, and so I had to tell them that I couldn't do that. And I can tell that they no longer, you know, wouldn't have a friendship with me anymore. Basically, they don't call me, they don't message me. If something happens, they don't pop up and like, you know, talk about it with me like we used to before. And we were very, very close. We would speak every day. Um, it was one of those friends, you're on the phone to them, like literally 24 seven. Um, but unfortunately, they no longer want to be friends with me anymore. And I think even though it's disappointing, I've learned so much in this short space of time, just when I think about friendship in general and just how, you know, we should we should be approaching it um, and what we could probably do differently. Um, so, yeah, if you were interested, then stay tuned. One of the major things for me when it comes to friendship is definitely forgiveness I think as we evolve, as our friends grow, sometimes you're going to grow in opposite directions. You don't always grow together. And what I find with sometimes when we grow apart from people is that we work extra hard to like save the friendship, to save them, to keep them in our lives. But the truth is that some people don't want to be saved. They don't want to stay. And maybe they feel like their time is up in your life and you also have to remember that it takes a certain level of maturity to, to kind of come to the understanding of nobody's obligated to do anything they can choose to leave if they want to they choose to stay if they want to but the part that you play is the fact that you will nurture your friendships the part that you will play is you will learn to forgive when they do something wrong the part that you will play is making sure that you are communicating and you are honest in your friendship something I always press on about a lot is honesty because I feel like honesty 
is the only way you are able to live a really fruitful life. I feel like once you become very deceitful, once you become very cold shoulderish, or you become really harsh, it stifles your friendships and people no longer want to give you their full selves. Um, so just be mindful of that. When it comes to being mindful um, of the role that we play in our friendships, it's reminded me of an article that I read recently about this writer who was preparing for her wedding and she was going through her email one day and she came across an email from one of her really, really like best friends. And in this email, the best friend of hers was also one of her bridesmaids. She sent her an email saying, oh, I don't want to be friends anymore. I don't feel like we are very compatible anymore. And I kind of just want to dead this friendship, basically. And the writer started talking about how sometimes we could be doing something that we don't know um, that could be hindering our friendship. Um, So maybe you are somebody who you talk about yourself a lot. You don't realise that you do. You're not doing it on purpose, but you talk about yourself a lot. And let's say, for example, if somebody's come to you with a problem, you make it about yourself. Um, And so I think in friendship, self-awareness is extremely important. This isn't always the case. And I think this also comes with time. It also comes with growth um, because some people are used to everything being about them. And once they get into friendships and realise that, oh, actually, that's not really the case here, um, it, it can get a little bit complicated. Um, So just being a bit more aware of like the role that you play in your friendships, how your attitude, how your beliefs as well, um, how everything kind of plays a part, because I really do feel like friendships, they should be nurtured. You should handle them how you handle like children. Not saying that everything should be easygoing all the time because friendship can be very difficult, especially when you have different views on things. But I'm talking about the delicacy that we need to have for our friends. Just be more attentive, you know. What do you want me to change? Should I is there something I need to change? What can I do to be a better friend? Like it's not cringy to ask these questions. They're good questions to ask because honestly, personally, I can say I've had my fair share of like losses when it comes to maintaining friendships. And I think, yes, mental health has absolutely played a part. When my anxiety was really, really bad. I could not be a consistent friend. I would say, yeah, let's go here. Then I wouldn't want to go anymore. And obviously that's so frustrating, right? But over time, I've learned that you don't do that. And if I was ever feeling anxious, I am going to just communicate that with my friend and say, listen, I'm not going to lie. I'm not really in the, the best headspace right now. Can we reschedule instead of just like constantly bailing on them all the time which I know is obviously very very frustrating um I also have another example I could give I had a friend one time who we were already on like a bit of a rocky path and I remember receiving another phone call from one of our other friends um and she was like to me oh you know so and so is upset with you and I was like oh you know what I'm just really fed up with this friendship I feel like she's very needy and that friend went back to tell the other person that I said that and it caused this whole like volcano of a situation which now when I look back is really interesting and I think now when I also look back again is I should have just communicated with that friend properly I should have told her my concerns I should have told her that 
I should have, I should have shared everything that was like bothering me, but I just didn't say anything. I left it. I most certainly probably really disappointed her. She probably had expectations of me that weren't spoken of. I probably had expectations of her that I didn't share. And later on, it ended up us falling out and never speaking again. And it's been, it's been a few years, but it's just a really good example of like learning to communicate and being mature, even when it's uncomfortable. I really do wish that, you know, this recent friend I'm talking about who has just randomly stopped speaking to me, I really do wish they would have just come and said, you know, Jade, I didn't like that you did this, but they didn't do that. And I've had to learn that it's okay. Um, and I have to be open to how people decide to leave my life. And I think you should be okay with that too. Because like I said before, like nobody's obligated to stay. You have to do your part with making sure that you're honest, making sure that you love your friends and making sure that you are building a healthy community and that your friendship is built on honesty. And it's not built on like what somebody can do for you or it's not built on gossip. It's built on authenticity. It's built on love. It's built on, it's it's Christ-centered. It's all these things that are really, really important. All these things that are really fundamental that are going to produce that longevity um, in your friendship. So it's just something to think about when it comes to friendship, you know, the self-awareness, the the role that you play and how maybe you can do better um, in terms of communicating and in terms of learning yourself as well. Another thing I would mention is most definitely learning to apologise. Sometimes what gets in the way of really amazing friendships going down the drain is pride. You think you know everything. You think what she said isn't true, isn't relevant. Your point is the only point that matters. And this is not good. There is most definitely a reason why God hates pride. And it's just that like it gets in the way of things that could be so beautiful, of things that could be so free and easygoing, but you make it difficult. And so learning to apologize, learning to own up, holding yourself accountable, saying, actually, you know what? No, like I was wrong here. I shouldn't have said that at all. I was definitely out of place. Um, or like I didn't mean it in that way. And learning to articulate yourself in the best way possible is what is going to help, you know, move your relationships forward. It's going to help you be a better friend, a better daughter, a better sister, you name it. You see that, you know, there's, there's this new level of growth because you're not afraid of being wrong. And I think sometimes our fear of looking stupid, it, enters our friendship it enters our family life because you want to you want to look smart you want to look like oh yeah you know like Mr know-it-all and it's like that's not life um everybody has to be a student everybody has to learn um I was even reading um somewhere in Luke where Jesus at 12 years old was literally in the synagogue um with the like the priests and everything, learning about God, asking them questions. And it really, really, every time I think about that scripture, it it just, it humbles me so much because it's like, if he had to learn how to do things, then who are we to say that we know everything? Do you know what I mean? And so it's just something to think about, really, really think about the role that you play when it comes to apologising. Do you apologise? Are you a know-it-all? And if so, and if it resonates with you, then what could you 
do to possibly change that? Because this, I'm telling you, is a really, really big one. You are going to have to apologise at some point in your life. You are going to have to say sorry. It's literally just part of life. You know, every day you're going to make a mistake. Um, If it's not every day, it's going to be every once in a while. So just learn to humble yourself. Just learn to know that it's not embarrassing. You don't look stupid, but rather you love your friend enough to be honest and respectful with them. So learn to apologize. So now that we spoke about learning to apologize, we have to talk about. So now that we've touched on learning to apologize and self-awareness, I do also want to talk about making sure that you are listening and you are listening critically when your friend comes to you with a concern, if they come to you with something that they're really excited about, try not to make it about yourself. Try to listen wholeheartedly, ask more questions about it. You know, I love when I'm sharing something that I like or something that I've learned with like a friend of mine and they want to know more. They're more, they're really intrigued. Um, if you go out to dinner with your friends, look them in the eyes when they're talking, really show them that you're really present present um try not to be on your phone too much unless like I don't know the conversation kind of dies down and you need to respond to a text message but it's just all about being respectful it's all about showing them that you're there that you actually want to hear what they have to say because some people really struggle with feeling like people can hear them they really struggle with feeling like people can see them so if you have friends who maybe have those kind of insecurities it would be so lovely if you could just be open, your body language, making sure that that's open as well, that they can see that you're really engaging, you're nodding your head, you're just present. You have to be present and making sure that obviously you're listening, but you are listening to understand. You are listening because you know that it's going to make them trust you more because trust is a huge thing. And simply because they're your friend, they deserve to be heard. So definitely think about that one as well, being a good listener and listening critically. Now that we've spoken about listening critically, I also want to talk about boundaries because I think it's really, really important for you to know that you don't have to share everything about your life with your friends. They don't need to know every single detail about you. If you have a diary, you can write your top secrets in your diary. I am somebody who journals a lot. There are certain things about myself that I just feel like I don't need to necessarily share unless I need advice on it. But you can keep things to yourself. You're not a bad person if you want to keep certain information to yourself. You don't have to tell your friends everything. It's really, really okay. You're not a terrible person. As long as you are not necessarily hiding things in like a malicious way like oh you don't need to know about that la 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 it doesn't need to be aggressive you can simply just tell them oh I don't really want to share who I'm dating right now or I don't want to talk about my family life um I don't want to discuss the grades that I got for that exam oh I don't want to talk about how the interview stage is going for this job it's not that you think your friend is evil but there is just some information that you should learn to protect And sometimes, especially spiritually, people are are at different levels and maybe you are spiritually mature and your friend is not. They won't be able to maybe handle certain type of things that you would like to share with them. So just be protecting your space, protecting, you know, protecting your spirit. And don't think that like people are out to get you, but rather you're simply just seeing it in a way of like, 
I'm I'm maturing, I'm learning that I don't need to expose everything about myself, but rather some things can be kept between you and you and Jesus, and that's completely fine. You don't have to overshare all this information. Your friends don't need to know about it. This kind of leads me on to discussing self-compassion and just being a compassionate person in general. I think today's day and age, everybody's very every man to themselves. And I do not look at friendship like that. I do not look at life like that. I really do believe that community is a huge part of why and how the world thrives. And if you choose to do life alone, it to me is very dangerous. And so I really, really want you to just think about learning to be open, learning to receive and feedback, learning to be compassionate when your friend comes to you and says something you don't like, how you're going to respond. Um, what is your way of resolving issues and how can you love them through your issues and their issues as well? Um, there's a really, really great book by a self-compassion coach, should I say? Her name is Kristen Neff. And during my time in therapy um, in September, specifically, I began to read her book, Self-Compassion. And I would advise you to start reading it if you are somebody who finds that you're not always the nicest to yourself or you're not always the nicest to other people. Um, Because the truth is like life gets in the way. And if you have a friend who deals with mental health, if you deal with mental health, you can find that sometimes it feels like people want to rush your healing. Um, But self-compassion is a great way for you to learn that it's okay for you to slow down. It's okay for you to slow down in your friendships. It's okay for you to slow down for yourself um, and to slow down with other people as well. That is a great form of self-compassion. It's also a great form of compassion in general because sometimes some people need us to just slow down for them. And some, those people can also be our friends and they can also be our family as well. And it can also be our partners. But learning to just slow down for people is extremely important. It's another way of nurturing your friendships. It's also another way of nurturing yourself. So just think about that next time. Maybe there could be an issue with yourself or with a friend. How could you apply compassion in this situation? I know for me, with this friend that no longer wants to speak to me, I have had to just learn to let it go. It's something I'm going to continue to pray about that if God says that our time as a friends is over, then I guess it's over. Um, and I don't want room for anger. I don't want room for resentment or irritation. I just want to see it as this chapter is now closed and I'm open to what's going to come next. It has taken me a long time to get to where I am and I'm really, really proud of myself. And yeah, it's just, it's just a work in progress. And so I really, really do hope this episode was helpful. I know I needed it just as much as maybe somebody else to learn to be self-compassionate, to learn to be compassionate in general, to learn to be self-aware, to listen carefully and the art of just apologizing. We have had a conversation today, guys, and I really, really hope it was helpful. Remember that learning to be a good friend is not an overnight thing you will have bumps in the road because you are not perfect. You are human and we're all learning and we're all journeying through the same journey in every single friendship. Um, so just be gentle with yourself and just know that you are doing your best. As we've come to a close, I really, really do hope that this episode was a great one for you. 
um, share it with another sister or brother. And hopefully I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for joining me today. Bye. Bye.